St. Louis's news, traffic, and weather. KMOX. Hey, welcome back to the Hancock and Kelly Show. Joining us on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line is Jonah Goldberg. He's a columnist, nationally syndicated columnist. He's also an author of Suicide of the West and the Future of American Liberty. He's going to be in St. Louis on Tuesday, September the 18th. Great stuff. At 5 p.m. for a free talk. You have to go to the Show Me Institute's uh, website to be able to register for that talk. He's going to be at the Anheuser-Busch Hall right here at Washington University. And regardless of what you think of his politics, this is an exciteful gentleman. Mr. Goldberg, welcome to KMOX. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, Mr. Goldberg, you may not realize this, but John Hancock is the former chairman of the Missouri Republican Party. I'm the former director of the Missouri Democratic Party. We are friends. We do this radio show. We've been talking a lot over the last couple of years about what's happening uh, as it relates to the polarization of our politics and this move to the far right and to the far left. And that's pretty much the thesis behind your book and how this is destroying us. It's a big part of the book, um, and I want to congratulate you guys that you're risking getting kicked out of the uh, talk radio union for being friends with one another. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, we are in a we are in a in a in a sorry place, and contrary to some of my friends on the left and on the right, uh, Donald Trump is not the cause of all of these problems. He's in many ways a symptom of them. They have deep roots going back a long time. But the simple fact is, is that basically partisan affiliation is becoming almost a new ethnicity. There's all of this amazing social science out there that says that there's more bigotry um, by Democrats against Republicans and Republicans against Democrats than there is about race or religion or gender or any of these things. And um, I think a big chunk of it has to do with the fact that civil society, uh, organized religion, the little platoons of life, the family, these things are breaking down. And so people, people are hardwired by human nature to want to have a sense of meaning and belonging in life. And they're retreating to partisan politics as sort of their new tribe. And once you start thinking tribally, um, you, you basically think that the most important thing to do is conquer your enemies rather than, say, solve any problems. And we hear this kind of rhetoric from the right and left all the time that, you know, something is worth doing if it triggers snowflakes or if you own the libs or your tears are delicious, right? It's like you can justify anything so long as you make the right people angry. And it kind of reminds me of my favorite New Yorker cartoon, which my wife got blown up for me for a birthday present one year, has two dogs in suits sitting at a bar. And one dog says to the other dog, you know, it's not good enough that dogs succeed. Cats must also fail. <laughs> well, and that's sort of where we are right now. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty uh, prescient analogy. You know, Jonah Goldberg's with us. He's going to be speaking Tuesday at Washington University, 5 o'clock. It's free, but you've got to sign up on the Show Me Institute website. Political parties were for many, many decades in this country... Um, they were amalgamating entities where you'd have a fairly broad spectrum of ideologies contained within each party. And that kind of forced the parties to, to get along with their internal elements. One of the things that I've noted is that that has completely disappeared. Both parties. No, that, that's absolutely right. It used to be 40 years ago, if you asked someone whether they were, whether they were a Republican or a Democrat, you'd have to ask a follow-up question to find out whether they were a liberal or a conservative. And that's no longer the case. We've had this great ideological sorting. And 
Um, and one of the ironies that we have now is that even though everyone decries, even hyper-partisans decry and complain about um, partisanship, uh, the reality is, is that the parties themselves are weaker than they've ever been. Yes. And that's one of the problems. Yes. It used to be that the parties themselves were really important filtering mechanisms, that they, they sort of tamped down on bad ideas and hotheads and all of the rest, and instead, in both parties, the, the goal is no longer what, you know, politics, go back to Aristotle. Politics is supposed to be about persuasion, where one, where you try to explain to somebody that it is more in their interest to be a member of my coalition than the one they're currently in. And instead, we've seen this happen on the right and on the left, where the emphasis is no longer persuasion, but purity. Who is the most committed? Who, who goes... Whose speaker goes to 11 on every issue? Right. And when you do that, of necessity, you are excluding people rather than including people. Reagan used to say, if you agree with me on seven out of 10 issues, you're 70% my friend, not 30% my enemy. And we've, we've lost that. And I think the reasons for it are complex. It has to do with the breakdown of the, the balkanization of media. Everybody's sort of a niche outlet these days. No one speaks to the whole country. But also it has to do with the fact that the government in Washington is so much more powerful in, in, in almost every sphere of our lives that we've nationalized all politics. And if you could keep push things down to the most local level possible, you would, get, you, would, you would siphon off some of the poison of this sort of populism on the left and the right, because people would know the names of the powers that be. They wouldn't feel like far off mysterious forces or globalists were running their lives, they would say, well, you know, Ted's running my life and he's making a mistake and I'm going to go to the town hall and I'm going to yell at him. But when you send all the power to Washington, you basically turn politics into a spectator sport that you watch on cable news rather than participate in. The book is called Suicide of the West and the Future of American Liberty. Jonah Goldberg is its author and he's also our guest on the Quiver River Electric Guest Line. Uh, it is my contention, very unpopular, though it may be, that we have, in some respects in this country, reformed ourselves into a state of sickness, whether it be weakening the parties through the campaign finance laws, uh, whether it be getting rid of congressional earmarks, which were kind of a, a putty that held things together and helped things get done, whether it be uh, weakening the influence of, uh, uh, of the party bosses back in the day. They, those things that look unseemly actually help make our system work, and they're all gone now. Yeah, no, I agree with a lot of that. You know, we got rid of the 17th Amendment, you know, and so now senators run on the popular vote when they're supposed to be in the Senate representing the institution of the state, not constituencies of voters. Um, we've lost a lot of the mechanisms that make for a healthy politics because we've lost, you know, uh, the, the proper constitutional machinery. Uh, ben Sass's opening statement in the Kavanaugh hearings got at a lot of this. You know, we have, we, the Founding Fathers never would have imagined that the Congress, which is the supreme branch of government, right? It is the first branch of government. It's Article One. We don't have co-equal branches. The Congress, except for the Supreme Court, creates all the courts, right? The Congress can declare war. It controls trade. It can raise taxes. It makes laws. And what happened was the Founding Fathers never could have imagined that Congress would willingly abdicate almost all of its power. And instead, they've outsourced it to a permanent bureaucracy, to the courts, to the executive branch. 
And they're reduced to what I call a parliament of pundits, where all they really want to do is secure a really good spot on Morning Joe or on Fox and Friends to complain about things and lobby the executive branch to do things that, properly speaking, should be done by legislators who are elected to make laws. So when we think about Donald Trump, you say that he's a symptom, and I agree with you. I guess you could substitute Elizabeth Warren in there on the left and say that, too, is a symptom. Is, the, is, is Donald Trump taking us to a place where this may be unfixable? I don't think anything is, is unfixable. I mean, one of the reasons why I call it suicide of the West is that suicide, you know, I'm not trying to belittle people with mental health problems, but suicide's a choice, right? And we have the capacity. One of the great things about liberal democratic capitalism is it has inherent within it the capacity for self-correction in ways that other systems don't. Um, but it was, what is required is for people to start taking their citizenship seriously. I mean, I'm not going to recount the truly dismaying public, you know, public opinion surveys that show how people can't identify the rights of the First Amendment, how many like millennials don't care about free speech by, in large numbers anymore, that millennials think uh, don't have fond feelings for, for the term democracy or the system of democracy, that socialism is more popular than capitalism with a lot of people. These are profound problems. And all the problems that this country has starts with the people, because in this country, it's the people who are sovereign, it's the people who govern, and they elect people to do their will. And so the people deserve some of the blame. It's not a very popular thing to say, but the people aren't always right. And I'm not saying that they're bad, and I love this country, and I love the American people, but when you start watching, consider taking politics to be a form of entertainment, rather than a limited function of government in a free society... All sorts of bad things can happen. And I think, yeah, Donald Trump is a symptom, but he's making some of those symptoms worse. And that's a problem, too. And how, you know, what happens next kind of depends on whether or not the next president decides, and if it's a Democrat in particular, decides to use the precedents and examples that Donald Trump has established to go even further. I mean, if Elizabeth Warren decides to be Trumpy also, things will get even worse. This is one insightful dude. We could spend a whole hour with you. Jonah Goldberg's his name. The name of the book is Suicide of the West and the Future of American Liberty. You can see him on Tuesday night right here in St. Louis at Washington University School of Law, 5 p.m. reception, 5.30 presentation. You need to go to the Show Me Institute uh, website to register for that. Mr. Goldberg, thanks so much for your time. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thank you.